Hi, and welcome to the Tales from the Trail podcast by Matchplay. In this episode, I welcome back two of my favorite guests, newly inducted Indiana Hoosier Hall of Famer Alexi Coral, who is the associate head coach at the University of Illinois Chicago, and the head sports performance coach at UIC, David Marmon. This episode was recorded in season, and they discuss a wide range of topics based on their experiences as coaches of high-performance athletes. Please enjoy. If you're enjoying the podcast and find it valuable, please consider visiting buymeacoffee.com matchplay. These small donations collectively help offset costs and other expenses associated with production of the podcast, so I can continue to offer this service for free. Please take an extra minute to rate and review the podcast where you listen. This is a huge help. Share the podcast with whomever you think would be interested and will help in their process. Check us out on social media as well. The links can be found at matchplayrecruit.com. So you and I were texting the other day, David, and just talking about, um, you know, you're coming down to the end of the season for soccer, men's and women's soccer, and there's, there's some challenges that have, kind of presented themselves. I'm sure they, they do in most seasons um, with most teams. And you know, maybe you and Alexi can elaborate on that and, and maybe recreate some of the conversations you guys have had, you know, when discussing how to coach teams and, and coach individuals and, and, you know, where you've ended up in, in some of the directions that you guys have taken. I think we've just come to the realization that you get to a certain point in the season where you've exhausted every possible resource you can in terms of preparation, you know, physiologically, psychologically, tactically, technically, everything, you know, and it, at a certain point, like it comes up to the, comes down to the kids. Like they have to go out there and execute. They have to fight. They have to like, you know, put that extra bit of effort into doing what they need to do to get the job done. You know, is the million dollar question is, you know, like at this point as coaches, like, what do we do? You know, do we, continue to do what we've been doing um you know and at what point do you just really leave it up and put it in the kids hands where it's like it's you guys have every resource that you need it's time to go out there and, and just get the job done and uh for me it was more just taking a look at like the entire season or the off season the in season what we've done and scratching my head going like man could have would have should what we do differently and really not coming up with too many different answers for that you know i um I feel like we've had a great plan, great communication as a staff. We've leaned on our leadership on the team to com- communicate things with us. And, you know, at this point, you know, what's what's the next thing? Well, I, I feel like uh, the game of inches, that that's the game we play. I mean, it's 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 not like it's a big gap between winning and losing. And um, when, when you are in a happy space like we were at the beginning of the season, the main thing is just to continue the happy space, not to get complacent and, and kind of uh, start thinking, okay, we are untouchable or we are in in, in a space that is going to put the uniform on and the results going to come our way. I feel like when you do have that success early on, the targets become bigger and that uh, people coming at you at a little bit more, um, you know what I mean? They, they, they think it's a it's the big game for them. And And for us, I feel like after every big result, we had some unbelievable results. We had some great, great performances. The next game after, it's a big drop, and that's that, that was that's that's an issue for me as far as you know, 
keeping the guys motivated as far as that. For me, when I was a player, I feel like when any time I had something like this, I felt like, okay, let me build this. Let me add something to it. Because I knew now that the scouting and, and the way the teams are preparing for you, they, they're going to know your, your good, good um, the things you do well in the field. You know what I mean? They're going to be more prepared for this. So you got to be excel even more at that. Um, with that being said, I think our guys <laughs> work extremely hard this year. I mean, they, they put in work, you know what I mean? We just got a couple unlucky unlucky results there and there along the way. Um, and, you know, sometimes when you do get those unlucky results, you start doubting yourself, you start questioning yourself, you start, you know, confidence is a big thing in the sports. I mean, um, like I said, in the beginning of the year, we felt like first five games, we were so, so competitive, so good that there's confidence going through the roof, you know, and then you drop a couple of games, everything is in question. Um, so for us, it's the main thing to get guys back into this level of, okay, you guys are, you can do this. You know what I mean? It's within you. Um, you know, uh, now every, everything is matter. Every hour of the day is matter. You know, what do you do after training session? You put in the proper nutrients, you get in enough rest. Uh, you are staying away from a social events that is occurring right now, you know? And, and, and for me, that's what win games because I don't see the games winning, you know, I mean, we won 4-1, 4 Five one whatever. Most of the games, important games, are done by one goal, by a, a, a play that it's just somebody's making a great play. Why? Because they're more alert, more focused, more more prepared for that. And that's what our guys got to start understanding. And for me, the most important thing is everything is in your hands. Everybody's zero zero and zero when it becomes a playoff time. So that's the main main thing. You know, the records aside, now everybody's playing for their for the lifeline. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <clears throat> What popped into my head was like the old NFL coach going one game at a time, and like, yeah, yeah for sure. you know, it, it's a cliche and it's it seems way overused, but it's so true in in this case that you guys are talking about, right? I mean, just being present in like you have a good result, and then how do you how do you recreate what you did prior to the game that you had success in, right? And and how do you minimize mistakes? I mean, talk about some of the reactions that you guys have gotten from, you know, the players, the the kids that have to go out there and, and make it happen. I mean, where are they mentally with all this? I think our players appreciate our consistency with our approach. Like we haven't done anything drastically crazy out of like an emotional reaction to a loss. Like we've been very consistent with like how we run training and, you know, how we prepare, how we talk to them. I mean, we've had to have some difficult, honest conversations with the guys, you know, uh, Alexi and staff have. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I, we personally have just tried to be very consistent with them and nothing changes in regards to, like, our identity and who we are and how we prepare. Um, but I think that's the – that was kind of like the the aha moment I was having as I was texting you is just realizing that, like, at some point, kind of like being a parent, you've got to be like – I've done all I can do to help you. Now you have to go out and do it. Like you have to make it happen. And I'm still going to be in the corner, your corner, no matter what happens. But like you have the resources you need, go get the job done. Right. Yeah. The, the way for me is this is uh, we have not lost the game this year because the other team was technically better than us. For me, you lose because if you're not hungry enough on a certain days and the other team shows up to play with a lot more uh, intensity, a lot more focus, a lot more concentration. That's what wins the game at this level. Everybody's good enough to pass the ball. Everybody's good enough to get in a, in a dangerous area of the field. 
but for me, that's the, the body language that, that um, you know what I mean, the focus, the main focus, you know what I mean, the, the angriness, the way you come out on the field, you know what I mean. Uh, that's what wins the game at this level because uh, you can go number one team in the country against number 50 team in the country and everybody's got a chance if, if, if you, are, you come up with the proper mindset. Now, if both teams come up with a proper mindset, number one team will have a little bit more advantage because they are in some ways more tactical, more, 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 more in that sense. But if you are bringing that intensity that you have a great, great game plan, kids are playing together. I mean, you always have a chance. Right. And so where does the, the right mindset come from? I mean, a lot of kids or a lot of people think, you know, it's listen to loud music on game day or, you know, um, but it starts way back when they're preparing with you, right, David? I mean, it's like in May or whatever it is when you start working with them, um, that's when the right mindset is developed, right? Yeah, I mean, it comes down to like controlling the controllables, like worry about the things that you have direct control over. Um, when you're on the field, focus on things that you do well and executing, not worrying about making a mistake or doing something wrong or worrying that the coach is going to yell at you if you do this versus that. Like you, you, you have to trust your training and you have to trust your preparation and, uh, you know, confidence should, should flow from that. And, you know, I think sometimes guys maybe get a little too nervous. They're afraid of, you know, negative outcomes and, and typically when that happens like you you don't get you don't get the best product on the field yeah, you can't play afraid that's for sure i mean you have to be confident in your abilities that's that's why you're out there on the field i mean if you do have doubt yourself you you already man down or whatever it is you know what i mean and that doubt is, is such a diff, is such a thing that one start feeling the next start feeling you know what i mean it's it's like a chain reaction the same thing with the good feelings, right? You are comfortable, you are confident, you know what I mean? You you are aggressive, one leads another one, and it's, it's a team effort. The, the beauty about the team sport, that's just not one guy, you know what I mean? It's 11, 11 guys on the field, plus, you know, whoever's out there supporting them coming from the bench. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, we, I, I'm not saying we're in a tough spot. I think I think we are in, in, in a good spot right now, you know what I mean? It's just the, the guy has got to get healthy physically, you know what I mean? And they got to start understanding that every inches matter at this point, you know, uh, should have been like this all throughout the season. But right now, if you can, if you can, if you can get an inch on something as far as rest, as far as preparation, sleep, food, whatever it is, that's what, what's going to win you at the ATM. I truly believe that because when I was a player, I felt that way, you know what I mean? And that's how I used to prepare. And sometimes, you know, when you are in, in, in a very positive, is positive spell, sometimes could be like, I, I don't know how to say this, but I felt always responsibility. You know, as a responsibility, now I have to perform even better to get the next result. You know what I mean? And and, and that's how you keep teams below you down because you give them no chance for right from the get-go. Instead of being satisfied and thinking, well, we just want a, a game pretty comfortably. You know what I mean? The next game is going to be the same way because we're just going to put the uniform on. That's not how it works, unfortunately. At, yeah. uh, we're fortunate, actually, because that's why, because the game is so beautiful. Who did, who did you feel responsible to? Well, first of all, myself, right? I mean, I, I feel like, um, you know, if, if you perform at a high level, you know, the teams are going to be, you know, centered on you. You're going to be the key the key piece for that, you know? So if I'm scoring goals, well, listen, I got to do something for the team to win a game. If it's not scoring goals, I got to do all the different elements of it 
if I'm going to struggle with it, but I still got to perform uh, for a team. So, it, and that that type of set, setting, you know what I mean? Not doubting yourself, you know, staying always, always staying ready. For me, it was focused, you know what I mean? Just always coming in there. I was, I'm a jokester, but when it comes to the game time, it's it's all zoned in, you know, especially when I was a player. It was a little bit different, you know, it was just a, right. no smiles, no anything else. It just kind of a, in that zone, you know, all throughout the day, you know, no friends almost like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like something that you feel, but how do you communicate that and how do you coach kids to develop that that muscle, so to speak? Well, you just you just telling them, you know what I mean? You tell them, you, you keep reminding them about that. Keep reminding them about, you know, I mean, before every, let's say night before every every big game, you tell them guys, you know, put the proper nutrients in you, get a proper sleep, you know, with reminding them all this stuff. And it's up to them to do the right, right thing, night before, day out. Um, I mean, if it's on the road, it's a little bit easier to control because you are together with them. You, you know what they're eating, you know what time they're going to sleep, you know what time they're waking up, what kind of breakfast they're getting. It's all provided for them. Home games a little bit different, you know, so it's... Uh, um it's up to the kids you can tell them and then they, they like david said they're the one who's executing all this stuff. i think i think you hit the nail on the head with that question though i mean how do how do we teach that to kids i mean i feel like some of that has to be organic right yeah. like you can't you can't fake confidence you can't fake preparation and like sometimes like you hear chatter between kids before games or in training and it's just it's a little fabricated right and like I think there has to be this like really organic, like real sense of like confidence and and um, just self assuredness because you know you're prepared and go out there. And it doesn't mean you're incapable of being beaten or making mistakes, but it means that you're not. You have no doubt. You have no doubt, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, Alexi, I think you. I think it was you. Yeah, it was definitely you that said. Um, I mean, sometimes the kids aren't hungry enough. You know, and and that's, that, an, that's why they're not yeah. producing results, right? I mean, so uh, you can't really teach hunger, right? For like the strong desire just to to get it done. If you love something and if it's important enough for you, I think you are going to be. I, I really feel that. Way, you know, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I always felt that way. You know, was the game was very very important to my to my to my existence. You know, to my life. So I always felt that way, I, and then I feel. A lot of our guys on the team feel feel the same way. I don't know if they are completely, you know what I mean. Like for for me, the game was the only way out. So mm -hmm. the hunger was inside, instill every day. Um, and then uh, listen, the kids are different nowadays. Uh, so I'm not sure what they, you know. So you, you just reminded of them. You keep talking to them about it. You trying to get through it through through some of them. And, you know, you get through a couple of them, maybe they can bring a couple more kids in and then you become a, a whole team. Right. And that's the culture. That's the culture. What, what we were talking about, you know, that's the culture that, let's say, David started creating that in, in mid-July. Yeah. You, you and I texted about um, talent, right? <clears throat> well, I think what's difficult for some of our guys transitioning from maybe high school club soccer, um, to this level is that like, there's, a, there's a lot of talent, right? And so that's where the hunger piece comes in. And maybe you haven't, they've never had to be that hungry to have success, but at this level, 
100% is about your hunger level, right? Because everybody that comes in was like somebody that was a big deal where they came before, right? And you get here and you have people on your own, you know, team in training that are challenging you for, for a spot. Then you take that into a field where you're, you're, you're going into even a more competitive market, right? <clears throat> so I think it's a big part of growing up is like each <clears throat> population or market that you move into becomes more and more competitive. So for some of them, the next steps can be the real world and the job market, right? Well, you can be talented, but in order to continue to grow and advance, like you have to have the hunger to do more than what other talented people are willing and capable of doing. And again, like they, it's hard to teach that without them experiencing it firsthand and having somebody step on their chest and realize like, oh, that's what hunger is about, you know? Yep. Um, Alexi, so like you're more familiar um, like with how kids are growing up, like uh, in club, in their club soccer, it's pretty individualistic, right? You're not like a lot of teams, you know, it's more about, I'm a, I need to get recruited. I need to shine individually. And they're not necessarily having a team culture ingrained in them. Is, is that fair to say? Um, Depends on the environment, you know, if, if I'm, in the good environment, I have a great coach who reminds me of that. You know what I mean? I'm mm -hmm. going to be, I'm going to be well prepared for the next level. Right. Uh, you know, if you got, I mean, there is a lot, I'm not going to say uneducated coaches, but the coaches who's doing a job for 30 bucks an hour or whatever it is. And it's, you know, twice, you know, a couple times a week, it's not enough for them to, to have that excitement about it. You know what I mean? So they'll do the job for that. You know what I mean? And, and that you, you kind of come up with those type of kids, but there is kids who are taken serious. And the coaches who take this serious, you know what I mean? And they, they are they are applying all the methods they can to prepare the kids for the next level. But it's not right. always at the training. It's always at home, how how parents relate to, you know what I mean? If I'm getting in the car and my dad says, ah, you know, all coaches fall, you know what I mean? And it's it's not you, son, you did well, don't worry about it, you know? Instead of maybe dad comes in and says, listen, I don't care about what, what you're saying to me. I don't want you to cry on my shoulder. Talk to your coach, sort it out with him, have a freaking man. Be, be be more precise with, with what you want to say, not to me, to him, you know what I mean? That type of stuff. And now if it comes out to that, then now you become that hunger, you know what I mean? You become and like, okay, I cannot cry about it. I got to do something about it. What's the solution? I can't be looking for excuses. I need to look for solutions. What is the solution? You know what I mean? And for me, that's that's the most important thing, like with these youth kids. You know, they're all technical. I tell you one thing, they are super technical now, these kids. They can do the things with the ball where, let's say, in the 90s, they can't. But... I tell you one thing, they cannot understand simple movement sometimes. Movement that creates the spaces. Me and you talked in the last podcast, how to create spaces, how to get in between the lines, to understanding that it's a fast break, what kind of intensity I got to run to. How can I run? Where do I run? To? I need to run to just run to make a great space for my teammates. And that's for me, that's the cultural part that because of that, all of this stuff now, the kids have all the YouTubes, all the highlights. They do watch highlights. They don't watch the game as a complete. Where in the past, I had two games a week I have to watch because that's what the show on TV. So I was stuck to the television screen watching those games in full because there was no YouTube. There was no, you know, we were VCRs. If you have VCR, you were lucky. You know what I mean? But uh, uh, but I watched the game. So for me, it was that the, the, I understood, wow, this is what the coach wants to because this guy's making this type of run. Now the kid goes out and he goes in and he goes, he they see all this craziness with the ball, which is look, ah, 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 you know, all the parents going on the sidelines crazy. But there is no actual end result in that play. You know what I mean? Where the guy just does all the crazy stuff and now he plays the negative ball back. 
He looked good for a second, but there is no actual result in in a play where you know when when I would I would say you know keep it simple but effectively, and that was you know kind of the culture I was growing up. Right. Yeah, I think I remember you talking about um, when you were a kid and you're you were with your dad. I guess you you were really young and you know you, maybe you were complaining or something and he kind of put you in your well, place. I didn't, I didn't say a word. I was happy. I had a smile on the face. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. We won a game, scored a couple goals. You know what I mean? And then you know he brings me down and he knocks me down and says, "Listen, what about those two plays where you are trying to make a, a you know fancy pass and you cut half of your team off? Yeah. You know that was an opportunity for our team." And I was like, "Dad, I scored two. What are you talking about?" And then he hammers me down and says, well, listen, you want to make it? This is this needs to be improved, you see? Yeah. Where I don't know if it's necessary now with the kids now when they get in the car, where, where the parent says, you know, kid, you did a great job. Don't worry about anything else. You know what I mean? Keep pointing out to me, which is if you want to be complete, if you want to get to the top, that is just as important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I, I guess what I was trying to get at, um, was that there's not that kind of culture, you know, in, in youth soccer anyway, at this point um, where, you know, a lot of kids aren't even playing high school soccer, whereas, you know, you're playing for something and bigger than you necessarily, you know, possibly. And um, I don't know, I don't know how much, how many kids you guys see that come in and, and they want to win for their team. And, you know, how do you develop that in kids who haven't really, I, I don't know, like, and I may be off base here, but, you know, they, they haven't really had to win for their team necessarily. You know, their their performance is just fine in their minds. Yeah. For me, it was always important for me individually to do well, but the team was number one as, as, as that was just a... Losing was... I, I couldn't deal with losing, and that's what probably drove me to the training pitch. The next day and the next morning and, and the, the next, you know, whatever is the next opportunity for the game. I was waiting for it because the winning sat with me in my head and, and it just kind of did crazy things to me too. And that's what tried kind of drew me to the improvement. Yeah. But on the flip side, I love the feeling of winning so much and I didn't want to be in a negative space. So I felt like yeah. after I have a good performance, I need to do even better. You yeah. know what I mean? Be having the same feeling. I was afraid not to give everything to the team or not to not to be prepared completely. I'm not saying every game I was like that. You know, what I mean, there are some games I did not play well. You know, but I tried to prepare myself in that state of mind. Right. Yeah, do you feel like your effort was the same every time, or do you did you let off the gas sometimes? As a human beings, we all have slip ups. You know what I mean? We all have slip ups. Like I was, you know, I was giving a speech at, at the ceremony, and I, I, I said there is there is a couple losses we had when in college that you know what i mean because we were not ready to but the loss we took it in the right you know in the right mindset for the next game game after game after because we felt like that's not good enough you know what we provided on the field not yeah. good enough to uh effort not good enough you know technical everything else needs to raise it for us to win it and i was not alone in that stuff that, that that's the beauty about it that's the beauty about my college teams we had some some guys who you know were were really really dedicated to to be to be winners yeah yeah um it's, i was thinking earlier when you guys were talking about uh 
you know, probably your, your most famous alum, Jay Demerit. And he talks about like being prepared for your sunny day. And, you know, he remembers standing there at Watford and, you know, they're playing in the promotion game or whatever. And he's like, I deserve to be here. And do you think that like having that attitude versus, I mean, does that not negate, but kind of mitigate your nerves and and does it help provide confidence if you if you have that outlook about you know your upcoming performance so to speak does that make sense yeah no no 100 i mean yeah yeah it, it's uh it, it's a brilliant uh thought and i mean i think anybody that kind of goes into any sort of challenging situation with that mindset is setting themselves up for success uh no mm -hmm. doubt about um yeah i, I read a really good quote Last night, I think it was like most people give up or quit before their their best performances have even occurred, right? Like the, if you have the mindset that your best still hasn't happened yet, like just keep pushing and keep working hard and like it, it it's still ahead of you. It's still ahead of you. Um, so if you can if you can teach kids how to be patient, how to enjoy the process rather than wait for this outcome to happen, then like they'll continue to grow and develop and get better as the years go on. Yeah. Well, in, in Jay's case, I feel like when he's standing right there before that game, for me, that's as, as, a, as a big time player, you have to think you are the best player. Every time you step on the field, no matter what the names are on the, on the sheet from the opposite team, no matter what, if you play in Argentina or you play in a, uh, 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 Man City, you know what I mean? If, if you coming out on the field and you don't think you are up to the challenge, meaning I am the best, at least today, I am the best. You know, maybe paper says otherwise. Maybe people in the media says otherwise. But in my mind, I think I'm the best. Right. What about on your birthday? Do you have to think that you have a better body than Cristiano Ronaldo? No, that's for sure. I told you that. And you kind <laughs> of would put that in the mindset. picture. You know? That's the mindset. Yep. You know what I mean? But again, that was that was, that was that was that was a joke in this. <laughs> I mean, maybe in my twenties, but uh, uh, <laughs> you know. But again, it's, for me, that's why Jay's made it because, you know, he's standing and said, I'm deserving. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the shit. I'm, I'm sorry, my line, but yeah. it, that's what they have to believe that. If you right. don't believe that, you know, if you're thinking, oh, okay, yeah, I'm here by surprise and I'm, you know, I'm down in myself. Well, what for not getting out of that game? They're losing. All you need is right. one or two guys who don't think that, that way, you know what I mean? And then you got, you got a big hole to fill on the field, you know what I mean? So yeah. that, that's, the, that's the, you know, you don't tell this to anybody. You know what I mean? You don't come out and say, yeah, I'm, I'm the best. Now you're putting a big target on yourself and the guy who goes against you, oh, you're the best? Well, okay. Now his level is raised up. But inside of your mind, you're thinking, okay, I got to play against this guy today. Okay, I'm going to, no problem. Yeah. Today is so going to be better. Do you think that um, like the best players, the best performers that you've had have had that mindset that I'm the best? Or do you think you, that it's kind of in between where you, where you, you, does that keep you from wanting to improve if you think you're the best? I don't think it's keep you. It, it, it actually, I mean, I think it drives you to improve. Mm -hmm. If you want to have that feeling, for me is this, you play in a lesser opponent. And I say right now in college soccer, there is no lesser teams, right? Everybody can beat anybody on other. But now if you don't prepare for that, right, you, you might, but if you play in less an opponent, you can have the, well, yeah, I'm going to destroy this guy. Now you're playing a top team. If you come out and you start doubting yourself, you you are in trouble. But yeah. if you come out and say, you know what? I mean, he goes to bathroom the same way I do. 
I mean, what's the difference? You know what I mean? He put the shoes the same way I do. He, you know, he's the food the same, you know what I mean? Whatever. I'm just going to show up and play. Today, I'm going to be better. Maybe over the season or over career, it's a, it's a different. But on the, any given day, if you have that mindset, I think you always set yourself up for success. Right. Yeah. But with that being said, the preparation comes in into preparation into it you know what i mean you have to train well that week you have to train well a couple days before you know you have to get enough sleep the day before you know what i mean you have to get enough food in you you know what i mean you that the whole little things where people thinking oh, i'm just going to show up at seven o'clock kick off that doesn't work like that that's right. that is line of items before you get to that kickoff time yeah i think you know maybe a mistake some people make is like it just expecting to show up in it and it to work out for them, you know, and, but it's really a bunch of like minor wins along the way, like working with David in the weight room and like improving your, you know, whatever scores, you know, David, you know, you're measuring yourself on in, in the, in the performance strength performance. Um, and then having good training sessions with on the field with guys and, and just knowing that you've worked more, and harder than than everyone else that's what builds confidence not just showing up and yeah yeah, yeah. it is yeah. it is it is it's just it's small little battles you know what i mean you have to do it every day it, it's not it's not uh what is it called a part-time job it, it's it's a commitment it's a commitment and if you want to win if you want to win if you want to be average and you you know you have you know some wins some losses and you kind of in the middle of it then you know what is it? you want to win Responsibility has got to kick in. Yep. What else, gentlemen? Got anything else? His mustache is unbelievable. This guy is freaking brilliant. Yeah. I mean, is it, are you handlebarring it? You know? Nice. Come along. But yeah. All right. I mean, when I post this, let's get a really good picture of you, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. all twisted up. So do you just like let it grow on the ends? Is that what you do, or is it? Yeah, I mean you clean it up over the lip, but this keeps growing. And then I uh -huh. used to use product, but now it just kind of flips out naturally. Yeah. One of our other assistants tried to do it, and he just he gave up before his best performance. He was still yeah. he was still in the, in the process, and he gave up and shaved. Wow. He knew yeah. that you were the best player on the field, so you know. Hey, it's about lifting each other up. He got into <laughs> better than one. He got into. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. Well, I mean, best. We'll have uh, we'll have more on inside mustache growing next time. It's uh, yeah. Um, anything else, guys? What do you think? I mean, I I just think there's you know there I think there's an arrogance like coaching and playing where you think you can just show up and you're going to be good enough, right? And this weekend when I'm resting up i'm thinking to myself man i feel like i'm you know getting a little like burnout at this point in the season when i started to like inventory that what i was feeling i think it's just emotional fatigue like i'm so emotionally fatigued because every day when i come to work man you know you want it for the kids right it's not like the hours it's not like the physical difficulty of the job it's the emotional aspect of like have we done enough did I talk to this kid? Did I follow up with this kid? Da, 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 da. And when you finally get home, and you sit down on the couch and you got five minutes, you're just like, whoa, you know? So, you know, whether you're a player or a coach, I think like if you're not experiencing some of that, then you probably are being a little bit arrogant and thinking like, I'm just going to show up and it's going to be enough and we're going to be great. So 
Um, yeah. For me, like that was just a, a reminder to myself to like, hey, the fact that I have that like emotional exhaustion is probably an indication that I'm doing my job. So yeah. um, I just think it's an important reminder for all of us. And as a coaches, we do fail too. I mean, we don't do everything right. Trust me. I mean, we're trying to prepare. We're trying to get them right. And there are some weeks. I mean, I analyze myself every week, you know, loss, win, what's, what's working, what's not, you know what I mean? And then just after a loss, I'm, I'm sure I'm a lot more harder on myself as far as what needs to be done. Did I give yeah. them enough, you know what I mean? Or, or did I give them too much, you know, it, that type of stuff. You start thinking about it, you know what I mean? Because you want to take responsibility as a team. Team goes as, as, as everybody to get as the last yeah. guy on the bench who had a knee surgery. Yeah, I mean, he just as important as everybody else because I feel like that's the culture. And if I'm, if everybody thinks that way and understand it, then, you know, kids are, will be understanding, okay, well, coaches, you know what I mean? They just tell us, you know, they didn't do enough this week or, or you know, they did something that, you know, maybe didn't prepare as well. You got to have to be honest with yourself too. You know, as a players, they have to be honest, but we as a coaches too. Yeah, I mean, then the bottom line is, is that these seasons are intense. I mean, they're jamming two games into a week and you guys have what, like as you know the team coaches not the time that they spend with you david but like you guys have two weeks and then you're playing a match like you're asking kids to go win a game for you right i mean it's it's crazy and and the amount of pressure that the players are feeling has got to be you know it's it's pretty intense and um that's it's a lot to ask of a of an 18 year old kid sometimes i'm sure so um yeah that's, which makes your guys jobs even harder because you're having to help them figure it out. So, um, yeah. What else? Anything else? Yeah. Send my best, uh, Augie and coach Norris. I will definitely. Yeah. They need it. Uh, they've had a rough season. Probably as Norris has said, they think they're the best two win team in the country right now. So <laughs> yep. still believing that's, that's how it works. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, hold on one sec. Thank you for listening to the Tales from the Trail podcast by Matchplay. If you're enjoying the podcast and find it valuable, please consider visiting buymeacoffee.com slash matchplay. These small donations collectively help offset costs and other expenses associated with production of the podcast so I can continue to offer this service for free. Please take an extra minute to rate and review the podcast where you listen. This is a huge help. Share the podcast with whomever you think would be interested and will help in their process. Check us out on matchplayrecruit.com for our social media links. See you on the trail.